Hey everybody, welcome to Tiffany's Teaching Tips. Today's episode is about podcasting in the classroom, how to use it, what does project-based learning really look like. Stay tuned. When people think of English, they think that it only involves reading and writing. One of the most neglected standards of English language arts is the listening and speaking component. There are six standards under the listening and speaking. So there's the presentation portion of it, and then there is the comprehension and collaboration portion. So I decided to utilize podcasting, since I started this podcast, to teach it in class and use it as a benefit to the students because I thought, what better way of non-English speaking students to practice their English language than to talk? These kids like to talk as it is, but make them talk in English and record themselves and listen to themselves, get frustrated with themselves because they're listening to themselves and they don't like the way they, they sound. I thought that was the best way to approach this standard. So this semester, I decided to dedicate all my time to teaching podcasting in the classroom. One of the standards for Common Core is come to discussion prepared, having read and researched materials under study, explicitly draw on that preparation by referring to evidence from text and other research on the topic or issue to stimulate a thoughtful, well-reasoned exchange of ideas. What better way of exhibiting that but through a podcast? And that's what I did. This semester, I focused on podcasting in the classroom and I taught the students how to create a podcast. I don't consider myself well-versed in that, considering the fact this is my first, like, shot at a creating a show but I saw like the benefits of podcasting because I'm actually doing it and I don't know if you guys know here's a little background story the reason I got into podcasting was because I was trying to fight the baby blues I had just given birth I needed something to do with my time my newborn baby wasn't speaking back to me when I would tell them tell him my thoughts and so I needed somebody to bounce off ideas and even though you guys don't talk back to me maybe you do like in your car or wherever you are listening to this but I needed a audience to communicate my thoughts then it becomes like what did I do to get this started how did I start teaching the kids the idea of podcasting The first thing you start off with is like building up their pedagogy. Do they even know what a podcast is? What are the elements of a podcast? What are elements of a good listening? What's the elements of good storytelling? So I approached it this way. I went to, uh, I believe it's NPR, the New York Times. Both have like curriculum geared towards podcasting in the classroom. So I utilized them to help me build up my lessons. Why reinvent the will if something else is out there? The first thing I did with the students was just kind of journal with them. What is a podcast? I played a podcast for them. They had to listen to several different types of podcasts and different types of podcast styles. They had to tell me a story. So the students had to create a story in front of me 
and uh, and tell me the story and and they could add music behind it. Um, they could add sound effects. So I did have one student. He did an amazing job because he told me about his bird. He was telling me about how he loved this bird, what kind of bird it was. And you would hear bird sounds while he was explaining this. And then he had music playing in the background. Then you heard a sound effect where the bird wasn't acting right. And so he gave the bird a bath. And so you heard about the bird bath. And then you saw a picture because I also let them use imagery. So they had he had a picture of a bird getting a bath. And then he explained what happened was that the bird was getting sick. And so after the bath, he said he heard the the bird, you know, just like not breathing correctly. So he ran to the vet and all you hear is like, you hear the sounds of his feet running and then he gets to the vet and he said, the vet has him on the table. And then you hear beep, beep, beep going on. And so you heard beep and the bird died. And I was like, oh no, the bird died. It almost brought me to tears to find out that this bird had passed away. But that was the art of storytelling, was to be able to affect your audience in an emotional and engaging way. So this podcast idea, I felt like, was just going off without a bang. So the students did their telling the story um, assignment, and it was a test grade. And they just could not believe I had to stand up and tell a three minute, one minute to three minute story about something. And it was, it was, it was good. I liked, um, I liked that portion of this uh, leading up to actually creating the podcast. So then the next part that I had them do after I like created all the background and now they know what a podcast is. Now they understand what a podcast sounds like with an interview, when it's just a story, with sound effects, with music, things like that. Now it's time to start the podcast project. This was a little rough. Starting anything is always a little rough. Whenever I start a research paper and I'm like, you guys create the research question. It has to be on a career that you want to focus on. I get 10,000 changes when it comes to the career. And it's no different with the start of this particular project. So in this part of the project, they had to create a podcast project plan. This meant that they had to determine how they wanted to start the podcast. Do they want to be in groups or do they want to be doing this by themselves? And I had about two students do it by themselves. They just knew they wanted to do it by themselves. Then I also had this issue where I had a lot of like strong groups get together, like some of the like the the hardworking students get together and then they exiled a lot of the the weaker students and not weaker by like oh they don't get good grades no they they logically made a decision that this student doesn't come to school and I can't have him on my team <laughs> this is what I read when I was reading the reflections they were like you know I was going to have this person on my team but I knew that we probably wouldn't, you know, congeal together. And then I was, I didn't want to have any one of these people on my team because they would have made me do all the work. So it kind of created this divide amongst the 
the students because they, you know, they gave the real deal on how they felt about their classmates. And then so I had a couple of week groups, but it actually worked to my advantage because those other high moving groups, all I had to do is give them like guidance. The other groups, I had to sit with them to get an episode out with them. So it kind of allowed for me to differentiate within the classroom, guide one group. I could just yell out something and say, hey, you recorded that too loud. Or I would say, hey, guys, you didn't submit this. You need to tweak this. You need to add this. You need to clip out these things. That's it. And I, I can move on. I could not do that with my lower group. My lower group, I had to sit with them. I had to help them write out their script. I had to have them rehearse. But I was able to give them a lot more time because the other groups were so self-sufficient. So now that the students picked their groups, now they had to give each person a part in the group. So I had students divide out their group into four distinct roles. One is the producer slash director. The other one was the host, who's going to be doing all the speaking. Then the sound engineer, who's going to edit all the music and do all the background. And then who's the artist in the group. My, my team of five, they had two hosts. And my teams of two, they just divided the parts off to each other. So then I found like many good opportunities. I called it the podcast listening experience. And during this project, I found many good opportunities to teach kids lessons while we were doing the setup for the podcast and recording and things like that. So the first thing was I taught them like the elements of a podcast. So we did the elements of an interview and we learned something called a Vox Pop. And a Vox Pop is when you ask a question and then you get sound bites where people answer that question and then you put, put it all together. So it could be something like this. When have you felt anxiety? I have felt anxiety during exam weeks. During presentations, exams, meetings. Every day since I was eight years old. Almost every single day. My freshman year in college. be wondering what is anxiety. Today I will speak to a psychologist to find out what anxiety is and why we feel it. Wasn't that cool? So once you teach them the elements, then you have them record. Let's just jump right into it. Now I, I scaffolded this by having them just record their introduction. Then I gave them feedback on their introduction for episode one. And then for episode one, I gave I asked them to record their main segment, and then I gave them feedback on it, and then they would. some of them would go back, re-record, make adjustments, and then they would do their outro. What's that sound like, people? That sounds like writing to me. You do an introduction, body paragraph, and conclusion, right? So I'm really just setting them up for good writing, the way I kind of look at this. They... Recorded those episodes, recorded those introductions, and it's some pretty good work. In fact, here's some features of their introductions.
Hello and welcome to Kaz School of Thoughts podcast. My name is Kaz and today you're going to listen to my thoughts about bullying in school. Hello and welcome back to the Soul of a Junior. My name is Abdullah and today we're going to talk about stress. Stay tuned. Another lesson that I saw to teach was how to do a teleprompt. And this was very interesting. So I have a group. I call them the Gremlins. I think you've heard me talk about them in my Stranger Noises episode. But the Gremlins group, Gremlins like you. It's my shout out to you guys. They created these teleprompts. But what's interesting is somebody would write it out and then somebody would read it. So it's never it was never the person who read it that wrote it out. And it was funny because they would get on each other about how they were writing. Like, I can't read this. Like your 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 grammar's wrong. This doesn't even sound right. So they had to go back, make adjustments, make changes, and then go back and re-record it. I felt like it was just like intense peer editing at its finest because they would create these teleprompts where somebody else had to read it and then the other person would be just going ham on them, talking about how badly they were writing something. <laughs> and the other person gets embarrassed and then they go back and make adjustments so that it was readable. And I was like, this is a perfect natural progression of a lesson that I didn't even have to teach. Now, the students had to do a lot of marketing with this because somewhere in the middle of this podcast project, I came up with the bright idea to display their podcast in a a bigger forum. How about we just invite the entire school to come and listen to your podcast? Isn't that an amazing idea? Which just put all my kids on alert and jitters and you're crazy, Miss Harris. How, you know, how are we supposed to do this? I'm afraid. I don't want people to hear this, but they embraced it. So I decided album artists always do listening parties. So I'm going to do a podcast listening experience party and each student is going to have a classroom and we decided to, we switched from doing it as uh, classes and switched it into categories. So we had a self-help category, an informational category, a news category, and a there was a third category, fourth category there that I can't think of, but I will come back to it. So we had four categories that the students, oh, school and education. We had a school and education category. So we had four categories and three podcasts per category. And the fun part about it was you had to create all the marketing for that podcast. So they had to create a logo. They had to create a flyer advertising the podcast listening experience and people coming to listen to theirs with their logo on it. They had to create a promotional video. We used promo.com. I'm not sponsored by them, but I should be. We used artwork for each one of the episodes. So if you're like, if your students are in a business class, a BTEC class, this could be very like helpful. Imagine that your English teacher is teaching that. And then all you have to do is just kind of like pick up the pieces and teaching that in business. Or like that's that cross-curricular thing where the business classes could have been doing the marketing portion. But they had to create um, much of the marketing for this podcast. And 
that was exciting because they got to put flyers up around the school. They got to see their promotional videos playing on the teleprompt. They also got to see their promotional flyers um, rotating on the teleprompts all around the school advertising for this particular party. Then a lesson came up where I had to teach about copyright because images are copyrighted, sounds are copyrighted, sound effects are copyrighted, music is copyrighted, and you just can't go on Google and search something and just take it. You're not, you know, you're not allowed to. You could be held liable for taking somebody's sound effects. Sound effects, guys, you can't even use quotes from movies unless you quote it yourself, but you can't use like a quote from a movie actually said from the movie without getting specialized permission. I'm pretty sure I'm in trouble for many copyright things on my podcast, but I'll just wait for those letters to come in. But I got to teach the kids about copyright issues. Now, one group, they're called the What They Think Podcast. They used Aladdin's sound, Will Smith, where he was like a friend like me, where Will Smith did the friend like me. And they used that in their podcast. And I don't know how many times I told them, I was like, first of all, nobody messes with Disney. We don't. I used to work for Disney and they are just like the copyright seeking hounds and will get you for anything. I, you know, like daycares, they have sometimes like painted Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck on the side of their building. Well, let a Disney person representative, somebody come through and see that and you didn't get specialized permission. Are they going to shut you down and tell you to repaint over that? You're not allowed to use our images. You know, this is not a Disney center. We don't represent this. They are really serious about their copyright. But it was cool to be able to do a copyright lesson with the students and teaching them what copyright was and wasn't and how to utilize it properly. Finally, we get to the podcast listening experience, PLE. And I went all out and I hate doing this, but I feel like I'm very good at doing this, but it just requires so much energy to actually put all of this stuff together and you're doing it by yourself. Nobody's helping you. People are supporting you, but they're not actually going out there and making the judges form, creating awards, um, making sure all classrooms are assigned out. None of that stuff. Nobody is doing all the work that I was doing for this. And then my grandmother passed and I had to be gone for an entire week. I wasn't there to help for the week prior to this event. But here was the idea. So I did a podcast listening experience and we have four classrooms with four categories in them. And each classroom had to have a food item that represented either their theme or their podcast. So something that represented self-help would be a type of food that maybe would bring down stress or it had to represent the podcast. So a lot of kids brought in cookies and cupcakes with their logos on them. And if you check my Instagram, which is Tiffany's Teaching Tips, you'll see some of those pictures of the students of their cupcakes 
and just some of the decorations that went into this. So each classroom had to have a food item. Each podcast had to have a food item. So like, for instance, Gamers Dislike was one of my other podcast groups, and they brought in popcorn, pizza, all these things that gamers would eat. Then they had to have a social media moment. Where would somebody come in the room and take a picture? Because at a podcast listening party or album release party, you want to like sell your brand there. You want people to take pictures behind your brand. And so that was one group, the news group, came up with a great idea where one of my students brought in his Polaroid camera and then he would take pictures in front of a news backdrop. I don't remember if I have pictures of this, but if I, whenever I get back to school, I'll take a picture because I believe it's still up. I'll put it on my Instagram. Then the students had to decorate the classroom. And this was fun because I came back Friday evening and Saturday morning, I was up at the school. I was helping students decorate the classrooms. They stole furniture from everywhere, which we were given permission to take furniture all from the school. So we took it from the staff room, taking it from the modulus area, took it from all these different modulus areas, like a little sitting area. So we took it from all these different types of places around the school. And it was kind of funny because they were taking tables and it just looked really bare and empty in a lot of locations. Like the staff room looked absolutely like a ghost. There's nothing in there. So students set up furniture, moved things. They were playing music. And when our copy lady came in the next day, she asked the cleaners, what what happened with all the stuff? And the cleaners were like, there was a party here. <laughs> it's like, it wasn't a party. They were just moving furniture. And so they were decorating, they were putting lights up. Then they came in the next morning because I made the listening experience to be at 9 a.m. so that the kids had time to like decorate the classrooms. We were printing out stuff, cutting out stuff, putting up stuff. It was really a great time to like hang out with the kids and just enjoy them. But at the same time, see how hyped up they were about this entire experience. So once they've created their social media moment, they brought in their food, they did their decorations, they had to have some of their promotional materials out. So they had to play their promo videos. And then of course, their featured thing is having their episodes set up. So they had to have their listening area set up. And in fact, one of those listening areas I did post on, on my Instagram, so you could see how one of the students set up the entire area in the school and educational portion. And this Worked out really well because it happened right before the break. So there was not a lot of attendance of students at the school, but they were able to show off. And I think it was around 11 o'clock that day. The students were like, you know, miss, I'm tired. <laughs> can I get a, can I get a break? And it was supposed to go on till 12. And I was like, you know what, guys, you sure can. You can get a break. So I um, gave them a break and then they finished uh, the director came through, our principal came through, and I had judges. So imagine this as like a science fair project. So the students are setting up, doing this for everybody, but the judges come into the classroom and they judge. They, there's four tech B-Tech creative media teachers. So I had them be the judges for the podcast listening experience. I had to create those judge forms. And it was 
acquired the ordeal and creating the logistics to go along with this, creating the schedule to go along with this. It was a lot of work, but it was, you know, worth it that my children got a valuable learning experience from it. So once we have finished all of this and we tallied up all the points, the students had came up with the idea to get awards for what they did. So I went on Amazon and I bought these nine-inch statues, little golden globe statues or Emmys or whatever they looked like from Amazon. And then I bought gold label, like shiny gold labeling um, labels. And then I printed out on those labels and then I put those labels on the, the statues of these awards. And I called it the PLE Awards. And I created a promo video to go with it, which I would post on social media, but it has the students' names on it. So I would have to edit out the names before I could do that. But I created this entire introduction, award ceremony introduction. And then I just had a PowerPoint that kind of like put those animations in it. So it wouldn't come up with the name until I pressed the button. But I've never seen like a group of students that try to act like they did not care. I don't care about these awards. That when you said their group name, like I said, 5M News, that was the first people that got the award. And I just, they jumped up and so excited to have received that award. So 5M News won the award for technical production. And so I had like I had a list of awards, like best in category, best audio, best technical, best logo, best flyer. If they were like small awards, I gave them certificates for it. And if they were big awards, I gave them trophies for it. And they were talking junk about my trophies. For a long time, one of my girls was like, what is this? This is so cheap, blah, blah, blah. Just talking, talking cruddy crap about it. She won a trophy. And she was excited about this trophy. She was so excited to get this trophy and take a picture. And she normally doesn't like to take pictures. It was just such a fun experience. And we did it in front of the school. So the kids got to watch like what the after effect was of this podcast listening experience and They were like, I was like, did you guys have a good time? And they were like, yeah, we had a good time. So it was good that like the middle school students got to see what the high school students were working on. So it was like a lot of collaboration and uh, fellowship that ended up coming out of this. But that award ceremony was just something that made me happy to see them be so excited. And one of my students, he won five awards, guys five of them. He took a picture of these awards, sent the pictures to his parents. And I just think that this is just going to be something that they keep for a long period of time. I think this was one of the most rewarding experiences for myself. It was a lot of work that I put into this, especially doing it all by myself and being the only 11th grade English teacher in my school and creating all the materials that was required for this. But I wouldn't trade it for the world. It was a very meaningful assignment for my students. A lot of them had to break out of shells, talking on audio and creating their podcast. And it was amazing. And I would look forward to doing this again with them. So to sum up everything, the podcasting in the classroom experience, podcast listening experience, and all the other words that I was using through this podcast was a great teaching moment. 
I teach at a special needs school, just remind everybody about that. And so this took an entire semester to get through and it kept my students busy and engaged and they were doing work in other classes and they shouldn't have, but I, it, I became a priority in their life. So I feel like this is something cool for other people to do. And had I been working in more of a general population with more typically developing students, imagine doing maybe a four week program of this and displaying this to maybe the entire school, maybe a grade level, whatever the case may be. But you could do this in many ways and in a shorter time period. I think this was one thing that I'm going to definitely keep in my pocket. I appreciate you guys, of course, listening to Tiffany's teaching tips. This is all that I have for you today. Just a reminder, you can catch me on iTunes, Spotify, Radio Public, Anchor, many places. Uh, I am everywhere your phone wants to be. And thank you for listening to The Classroom Teeth.